Welcome to the CareerWise Nurse Podcast. This is your place if you are launching your career as a nurse or are preparing to launch. If you're growing into your role or growing into a new role, or if you're seeking to thrive or just need a little refresh in your work as a nurse or your life as a nurse. Living your best nursing life doesn't just happen. It takes energy and dedication. On this podcast, you will have the opportunity to learn, live, and love all the experiences of being a nurse. Nursing is truly an amazing journey. It's your amazing journey. It's your license. It's your career. It's your job. It's your reality. And it's your certification. It's all about you. You will get strategies and stories, inspiration, information on how to live your best life in this podcast. This is all about helping you stay fresh, energized, and making sure that you are your best self on the job. And when you're off the job, when you finish that day shift or that night shift, or your day is done. And this is about today, tomorrow, and your nursing future. So hang on. Thank you for being here with me on this amazing journey that we call nursing life. Welcome to this episode of the CareerWise Nurse Podcast. I'm Natalie Dietry, your host. I'm a nurse, and I am here to help nurses live their best nursing life. It's an amazing journey. We don't do it alone. We have the support of those around us, family, friends, colleagues, mentors, coaches, and we have the other disciplines that we get our work done, and we couldn't do it without them. Today is an opportunity for listeners to learn about a journal that may help you to capture life, your life, or those who are near and dear to you. And I'm honored to have the authors of a special journal here. I have Meg Mindell, who is a licensed counselor, social worker, and Camilla Taft-Hicks, who's an MPH. And they have written the Gift of Life Journal, Reflections for Loved Ones. I will reference in the show notes show notes the episodes that were um, featuring Meg and Camilla in the fall of 2022, where they spoke about the book, The Gift of Life, Aging Well, Aging Smart, and help me out. Wisdom for the Journey. Yes. And this is a book that Camilla can and Meg can tell us how it came to be. But the journal is really a working document for capturing memories, reflecting on moments of life that are meant to be shared or to help your loved ones capture those memories. So I'm going to ask Meg and Camilla to just introduce themselves and share their connection to this journal, the Gift of Life journal. And we will then go on with some stories and some recommendations on why everyone should have this journal and why it matters for nurses in our busy lives that, you know, our, our nursing is an amazing journey, but it is hard. So when you're on your day off or your weekend off, how do you pick up the pieces and go forward, forward with everything else that's a part of who you are? 
That might be family, friends, kids, aging parents, a lot of other things that fill up our time. But don't we, we don't want to forget about the the things we can't touch that make up who we are. And this journal may help you to pull all that together if you feel like you need a little um, dedication to reflecting on our amazing lives. So Camilla, thank you for being here. And tell us a little bit about yourself and your relationship to the journal. Thanks so much for having us, Natalie. It's a pleasure to be here. As you mentioned, the book, The Gift of Life, is one that my aunt started during her lifetime. And she was a family nurse practitioner, a geriatric nurse practitioner, and really was catapulted to the... um, to looking closely at end of life and what people are going through and how can the nursing profession and all of the medical profession and all of us as individuals support people at the end of their lives. So that manuscript became the basis for the gift of life, aging well, aging smart and wisdom for the journey. Meg has added her own unique input to this publication. And um, one of the things that inspired both of us was that so my aunt Martha Henderson passed away before she could publish the book and which is how Meg and I who I found Meg because she was acknowledged in the book my aunt had thanked her for her input and this would have been about 20 years ago so it was really meant to be that Meg and I connected one of the things that inspired us both in the manuscript was that Martha had written essays for my family. And it was just a way of looking back, reflecting on her life. Maybe you've heard of a life review, just kind of thinking about high points, thinking about values. There's there's a lot there to work with. And she had mentioned one regret that she had. The regret was that she had not published this book. And as I read that, I realized I do not want to have the same regret that I didn't take the opportunity and publish the book that she hadn't been able to publish. So I was really, um, I just springboarded from, from her insight and her sharing. This was, um, this was kind of the beginning of working with Meg, who was very passionate about getting the journal together. So I'll just turn it over to Meg to introduce herself and share a little bit more about the journal. Thank you, Camilla. And it's been a very rich, meaningful, and rewarding journey working with you and bringing both books to fruition. I've always felt passionate about journaling as a licensed clinical social worker, a therapist, working with the elderly and the aging population for over 25 years, working in hospice. Journaling is such a therapeutic and rich expression of oneself. And I love what Natalie said earlier. It it can't be seen, but it's ways of befriending yourself and, and expressing yourself and recalling memories, jogging memories. And it's healthy. It's proven to strengthen the hippocampus. It improves cognitive abilities. It's a beautiful, artful, and graceful way of taking a moment and being in the present, just being in the present and writing about an experience or a memory. And we don't do it anymore in our culture. And I was sharing with Natalie earlier 
As a child, I received a diary for Christmas one year. And I was so excited. It had a key. I could unlock my diary and I could write in my diary. And I had that diary for a long time and I still do. And it's fun to look back about what I wrote. So thank you. Thanks, Meg. And thanks, Camilla. And as you said, you had that diary and you you still do. I think about letters that I wrote from camp when I was in fourth or fifth grade or younger and notes and cards. It takes a lot of work to put all that in order and have it so that your family, you can talk about it with them or you can share it with your kids. So the gift of life journal is even more valuable because there's so much that can be put into this book, this physical book to share so much about what people want to tell you about their lives or what they want you to know about them for eternity. So it isn't easy to have all that in one place. Your book allows people a concise way to connect and bring memories and reflections on life in one place to be shared with many. You know, my mom has a long Word document that her father wrote, and it was his life story. But I said to her recently, what are you going to do with that? It's on a computer, her computer, which I probably couldn't just log into and access the file. I said, was it meant to be shared or did he write it to just stay there on your computer? You know, what's the plan? Because I think that there's a lot in there that he he wanted shared. So, so that's just from having your journal and giving it to my mother, hoping that she would collect some memories. I brought me to ask the question, what is the purpose of that long document that your father wrote? You know, we've never seen it. Do you ever look at it? It just made her think. And so I hope that we'll get to read about his life from his point of view as well. Not everyone is going to commit or is able to commit to writing a lengthy reflection of their life. And this journal allows people to ask questions to their family members and jot down what they say. Yeah. And I'll just share that I have a friend whose, um, whose mother has just been diagnosed with dementia and she was, she was very motivated to get the journal and also to just start recording these things with her mother, sharing these memories, which as we know, oftentimes these early memories are much more vivid as we as we age and they might be more vivid than our short-term memories. So she's looking forward to capitalizing on that. And I had an experience with a friend who's in her 90s. I was calling to check on her. Her health is not good. So I asked her about her health and I could tell she didn't really want to talk about it. So then I just started picking out some of these ideas from the journal and asking her And her energy level just noticeably picked up. She was so enthusiastic talking about growing up on the farm and her parents, her mother, whom she adored, and the school teacher. It was quite a transformation that I was able to witness just hearing her enthusiasm about these memories. And she was really thankful for the opportunity. So I know that I need to make sure to get her the journal and record for her some of these ideas because she wants to leave them for her family. Thanks, Camilla. I really like that story. Meg, uh, you said you 
had people who you've shared the journal with now that it's been published? What are what type of feedback have you had from people? So I know a woman in her 90s, full of vitality, driving, and she had verbalized she wanted to write a book about her leg her legacy. And she started, she loved the way the journal had short questions. It didn't take all day. It's not like writing a book. You can have a cup of tea and answer one question, and it might be one paragraph. So each day she began to sit down and write about her first job in her life or write about her siblings or her parents. And she's still working on it, but she is so thrilled and enthusiastic and excited to share this with her children and grandchildren and to be able to gift them these memories of her life. That's really I want nice. to talk a little bit more about something that Meg sees so often in her practice, which is how, how helpful it is to actually go through this process of writing. One of the questions that we have in the journal is, what are you grateful for? And just in, in the process of working on this, I became motivated to start journaling again, which I used to do in the past. And I decided I was just going to have a gratitude journal that every day I would write down what I was thankful for and that I would write down an act of kindness that I was able to do that day. And honestly, I have to tell you, I feel like it's rewiring my brain now because I'm like looking forward to what is it I'm going to write? What is it that I can look forward to do for someone else? So it's just a testimony to the power of writing and also the the healing aspects that we know that it shares with people. The actual handwriting is such a um, beautiful way of being quietly contemplative and yet connecting with myself. Meg, when we talked a couple of weeks ago in preparation for recording this episode, you said, oh, I'll find the research and you shared references. There's research and you pointed out just in the introduction today that there's effects in the brain that are positive from journaling. And it's the handwriting piece we talked about that is even more meaningful, the stroke of the pen or the pencil on the paper. That's right. That's right. So just using a pen or pencil and the art of writing is much different than typing an email. And you're using a different part of your brain and accessing different neural pathways. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's an artful form. And as Camilla mentioned, you're reflecting and you are fully present and pausing and using your brain to recall something. So the benefits are incredible, not only scientifically, but emotionally, because you are expressing your feelings, your memories, you're jogging your memory. Uh, You can share it. So it's increasing social connection or familial connection over a cup of tea about a memory. When I bought the book and the journal for my family, for my mom, she said, oh, I'm already reading the book, but she didn't think she would use the journal. So I said, oh, let me just ask you. And 
can I just, I said, can I just ask you a few of these questions? And she said, yes. So I just literally flipped open the book, the journal. And I saw the section about my three favorite vacations. And here my mom says, oh, I probably won't use the journal. You can, you can take that. Immediately when I asked her, the three best vacations of my life were, she says, with my kids and grandkids. And she, I said, which trips? And she said, oh, New York to see the Rockettes, Christmas Spectacular. I think that was in 2014. And she said, that was so much fun. And she had ridden on the train from Nebraska to New York City in the early 1950s with her parents to go see something at Radio City Music Hall. And they stayed at the Waldorf Story and they visited former neighbors. And she remembers that from being like 10 years old. So we took her to New York to see the Christmas show. And we rode the bus from D.C. to New York. And we went to the Waldorf Astoria to see the lobby. We didn't stay there, but it was Art Deco and it looked just like it did when she went there many years ago. So that was a really meaningful experience for all of us. And another trip that she just lit up and talked about immediately was a trip to San Francisco in 2015 when my husband and kids and I and my sister and my nephew and my mom all met in San Francisco. And we spent a week in the city. And did a few different day adventures together. But it was so fun. And she immediately could tell me, you know, these were her be- some of her best trips. And she shared some details. But really, I knew more because I was there. And I could write in some of the notes to help enrich her responses. And, you know, the, the book, served, the journal served its purpose right then and there. Because she says, oh, these are my favorite trips. And then there's a couple, there's a page with different favorites. And so I went through a few of those and there were short entries, my favorite flower, my favorite tree, which she said was a Christmas tree and a grapefruit tree. She lives in Arizona. So she loves her grapefruit tree because it produces fruit and her favorite meals, Thanksgiving, her favorite song. She said anything by the Beatles and the best pet I've had or my favorite animal is her dog, her dog. Now she's had many dogs favorite holiday and why her favorite sport she said Nebraska football because of all the celebrations and family that would get together to watch the games on TV or listen to the games her favorite place is home and I'm most at peace she said when family's visiting visiting and so a lot of this is the the now and the last many years of her life have shaped her responses some of the sections of the journal require people to look back a little bit in their lives where they met the love of their life or where they were born their first job so there's some piece in here that you could open up to and make that connection hear those memories of your loved one or whoever you're working with to gather these thoughts on paper and everyone can walk away with a little bit different experience when they use this journal there's no one best way to use it And for me to have my mom just talk about a little bit of what I asked her and for her to share that with me and for me to write it down, it was really a nice experience to be there. Just for like 15 minutes when I was visiting her, we stopped all the running around and doing everything and sat down at the table and she told me those things. That's a gift that 
you were able to share that with her and you learned, you probably learned some new things about her. I didn't really realize those were her best trips ever, but you know, I'm, I'm, it was fun to hear that those trips were meant as much as they did to her because she traveled some different places in the world in the seventies when I was a little kid and stayed home with a babysitter. And I haven't been to those places, but what mattered most to her in terms of the best vacations were those with her kids and grandkids. And did you find that she was um, enthusiastic as she was sharing some of these memories with you, Natalie? Yeah, she didn't need any time to think of a response. It just came right to her. This is one thing I like. Sometimes my kids will ask um, their granddad a question and, and it takes him back to like, you know, what kind of advice? Well, we get the same story about early investing, for example, but some of the prompts really take it another step further to, to get more detail, to get a multidimensional picture of, of their experiences and all the, the richness that their lives have been. So I have shared the book most frequently with anyone I go to visit, family members. I sent my friend and her sister the book because they, over the course of six months, lost both their parents. And I also have said, please get the journal because there are things that you can write down while your family member is alive. Well, you know, what you you really could write down some of these things that you have memories of people you've lost. You could use it post- how would you say that posthumously, you know, you know, you could recall things from their lives and captured in that way, because we can't always anticipate our loved ones loss, right? When they're not going to be with us anymore. But I've shared the book because it's for a wide age range and realizing the experiences we want to capture and that we haven't been able to do that with everyone. I want to share the spread the word about how important this is, but the journal really is the action item that we can work with now to capture when our loved ones are with us or to write down our memories. We don't have to wait until we're later in our life. We're older adults instead of just middle-aged or young adults to start collecting these thoughts on paper. I love that you said that, Natalie, because my husband and I were sitting at dinner recently and I said, who was your childhood best friend? And what is your favorite song of all time? Now, I've known him 24 years, and I still learn some new things about my husband. So it can create meaningful conversation and curiosity into things I thought I knew and I didn't know. And uh, so, yeah, we can all use it. Isn't it? true that we are working harder than ever to have connection with those around us because of the distraction of screens yes that are always on i think right now it's there's a this is a time when so many people are suffering and really the isolation of social media of screen time of covid if if the journal can be a path to connection, maybe even a path to healing for some people, it it would just mean the world to to us to have been, have been able to put it out there. Um, one of our reviewers said, 
not your typical journal. And it's true. It's not really your typical journal. And so it's, it's there for people to do with as they, as they need, as they want, and to um, just enrich their lives and their connections with others. So nicely said. And who's to say that if I started on this now, my own copy of the journal, I wouldn't want to revisit it or add more later. You don't have to finish it now. But, you know, there's this there's a song on the radio, The Sharp Knife of a Short Life. I want to live a long time, but you never know what tomorrow holds. So why would I wait to start capturing these thoughts? And there's a lot of movement among nurses, at least the nurses I know who have tried to branch out and be entrepreneurs and help nurses away from the bedside. A lot of that is reflecting on the work we do. And it's not necessarily that this is only a need that nurses have, but writing, journaling, writing groups, healing through writing is a big theme. And previous episodes I've had of the CareerWise Nurse podcast have featured nurses who write. So this is very timely in terms of what it means for nurses. And those that we, like I said earlier, are nearest and dearest to, those around us that we want to form a stronger bond with or know more about them. Yeah. So I really appreciate the hard work that both of you did to put this journal together. It was published in 2022. And really, thank you for the work you did with the book to get that out there. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah. Thank you, Meg. Thank you, Camilla, for what you've done. It's been a very rich journey. Happy to share. And it's just so funny that it was June of last year, Camilla, when we hadn't seen each other for several years that you said, I published a book. And I said, oh, I want to know about it. And I keep buying new copies and giving it away. And (laughs) here we are. I'm so glad it's been helpful, Natalie. Yeah. Thank you for allowing us to share. Yeah. Meg, thank you so much for um, doing this. Anything else either of you want to say? Any other, any stories or any last um, recommendations on how this can be such a positive thing, this journal? I think I just want to say that I want to reiterate what you said, Natalie, nursing is hard. It's hard work. You're giving, giving, giving. And journaling is giving yourself permission to do a little caring for yourself, to take a time out for five or 10 minutes. Maybe it's 20 minutes. And to give back to me because you're giving out all day. And I believe as nurses, in order for us to continue to grow and evolve, we have to do a little bit of our own self-care and our own inner work. Camilla, anything else that you feel like sharing? I'll just say um, Meg and I started down this path and it's really been an extraordinary opportunity to just really think about where people are and what, what lies ahead. This is the the title of the book in the journal, The Gift of Life. When we when we take the opportunity to appreciate that, as you mentioned earlier, we just don't know where life is going to go. The fact that 
things can change quickly. And I think the pandemic really did bring that home for people. We have to cherish the time that we have. And we hope that the book and the resources in the, in the back of the book, there's quite a few resources for looking for more help for aging loved ones or for yourself and also for taking care of some of the business that we all need to take care of at the end of the life. But the book and the journal will be an opportunity to turn in and be ready and appreciate the gift of life that we have every day. Thank you. I really appreciate you being here and I will be sure to include your contact information and the title of the journal with a link to be able to purchase it along with a link to the gift of life book in the show notes. And I hope everyone will take a few minutes to journal. I feel like it takes discipline because it's easy to get up, walk the dog, get ready for the day and not take any time for myself, whether it's exercise or writing. And I'm sure listeners can relate to that. We're on the go all the time on the job and off the job. So take a few minutes for yourself and consider getting the journal to just start with the messy action. Get started on writing your reflections and sharing your thoughts. The book gives good prompts or pick up any paper and start writing your thoughts, you know, begin that journey of capturing your memories and your moments. Heal thyself, right? And thank you again. This concludes this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast. Connect today with the CareerWise Nurse Podcast community. Do this by emailing belong at careerwisenurse.com. That's B-E-L-O-N-G at careerwisenurse.com. Join the CareerWise Nurse Facebook group. A link is provided at the bottom of the page. Leave a review for this podcast. Scroll past the episodes where you will see write a review. I read every review because I want to know what you think, what you want to know, who you want to meet to help you live your best nursing life. Tap on the stars to rate this podcast. Thank you. Talk to you soon.